Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the RAA podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be here with Derek Johnson from johnsonwealth.com. Derek, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, You're welcome. Glad to be here, Seth. Glad to have you. Let's go back in time just a little bit. How did Johnson Wealth get started? Uh, I started, uh, I actually grew up in the financial services industry. So I started in the business working for an insurance-based company back in college uh, and uh, did that for about 12 years and then uh, felt like I wanted to move away from some of the insurance and the product sales side of the business. Um, I was well into my CFP. I had my CFP for a number of years at that point and uh, wanted to make the change to a fee-only practice. And so I essentially left the the practice that I had started previously and and uh, started in 2002 with Johnson Wealth Management. Well, congratulations. I'm sure the longer version of that could probably be in a book somewhere if it isn't already. So what? Um, who is an ideal client for Johnson Wealth? Uh, our typical client, um, we, we don't really specialize. We live in a fairly rural state, obviously in North Dakota. Um, so our target market is, uh, you know, someone retiring, um, we're helping them roll over their 401k and, and uh, manage their distributions through the retirement. Um, so typical client is, you know, probably we're managing a million, million and a half of assets uh, on average for them um, and uh, meeting with them two or three times a year and just helping them with any kind of financial issues that might come their way. Awesome. And how are those folks finding you? Uh, Initially, uh, when I was getting going, uh, I was obviously pretty active with uh, reaching out to some people. Um, I I brought just a handful of clients from uh, my previous practice uh, that got me started in in Johnson Wealth Management. Really, the practice has grown by word of mouth. Uh, I was fortunate I had a couple of good relationships with uh, CPAs early on. I got a a few clients there, and uh, I really don't do a lot of marketing to speak of. I don't even have a website at this point. So it's really been uh, just word of mouth and, and again, being in a relatively – Grand Forks is a town of about 60,000 people, Uh, so uh, I think – People know who I am, and uh, being a fee-only advisor is somewhat unique to to our market as well. When I started, I was literally the only fee-only advisor in in Grand Forks and in my immediate region. Well, congratulations on being ahead of the curve there. What are some of the biggest mistakes that those clients are making that you're helping them fix? Well, I hope that I hope that I'm catching them before they're making mistakes. Yes. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, I, I follow, I think the biggest thing that obviously a lot of people get tied up in, in what's going on with the the markets, uh, more than they should, particularly coming off of a year like 2002, where you've got, 
the equity and bond markets both down and people are seeing their accounts um, uh, losing value. Um, and, and so we will work really hard at trying to make sure that we're keeping them focused long-term. Um, and uh, I adopted a, a passive investment strategy using primarily DFA funds when I started uh, Johnson Wealth Management. So uh, I really try and just provide a consistent disciplined approach to the investment management piece of it and uh, hopefully keeping keep keeping people on board with that uh, through the the ups and downs that that in, uh, inevitably occur with with our uh, with our industry. Absolutely. What you've been in the business quite some time, you've probably seen your efforts come to fruition and and, and folks retire. Um, how do you help them make that transition from, hey, you've been managing the growth uh, of the nest egg all these years to now the focus on distribution? Yeah, I think that's a, it's an important part of it. And I think we spend a lot of time, you know, in, in the couple of years leading up to their they're eventually deciding to to retire. Um, we definitely start stepping up our efforts and and again, kind of more regular meetings. Uh, also to really try and uh, have some of the conversations outside the financial piece of it. So generally I'm talking with clients about, you know, what are you gonna do? What's the what's the emotional impact of this change that's coming? There's a lot of things that are gonna be different than what you're used to. And are you really ready for that? And and how are you gonna fill your time? Um and so, like I said, I, I, I try and do a good job of helping them prepare for the retirement uh, kind of from a, uh, an emotional standpoint and then having conversations about here's how this is going to work uh, in terms of our, our cash flow. We're going to set up a, you know, a monthly or a quarterly or however you're comfortable, but just have conversations about what their expectations are. And uh, again, also those last couple of years, really try to get laser focused on what what is what are they spending what are their needs really going to be during retirement and then how are we going to fill in those parts uh with their with their investment portfolio ah uh, that makes a lot of sense you um you've achieved a lot of success for a lot of clients in your own business obviously um what's your biggest challenge now uh i've been working pretty diligently the last couple of years starting to think about succession planning which i think a lot of people in a lot of people in our industry are going through uh i'm in my early 50s you know i've been in the business for over 30 years and and uh most of that since i started johnson wealth i've been very intentional about being a solo lifestyle practice and uh i feel like i've been pretty successful at building that and uh but now as i think about my next uh, 10 years. Uh, it's a matter of how do I pass this on? How do I make sure that clients are, are well taken care of, uh, when I'm out of the picture at some point. Uh, and so, uh, I, I actually have just brought on in my, in the last month or so, uh, my first associate advisor. And so that's been a, a real learning experience and, uh, you know, a big change in, in the practice and in the way I, the way I look at how I'm doing my business. Well, congratulations on that. How were you in today's market? You know, how were you able to find, hire, find, recruit, hire, and train someone? Um, it, it really 
kind of fell into place for me. Um, again, this is something I've been thinking a lot about. I've talked to another number of firms, talked to a few advisors. Uh, and again, it really wasn't, nothing really felt like it was the right fit. And, um, and JP, uh, who's the new associate, was someone that had uh, grown up in uh, this uh, part of the country. So he was familiar. Uh, he'd been down in uh, Omaha and uh, in Chicago the last couple of years and working for a national investment advisory firm. Uh, had been doing real well there, but uh, someone who's very close to his family and, and essentially wanted to move back to the area. So I had a, uh, known him uh, informally for a couple of years, and um, he actually reached out to me uh, earlier this year and, and just asked if I'd be willing to bring on an advisor, uh, what that might look like. And so uh, we had conversations throughout the summer, and uh, he made the decision to move back and come, come to work for Johnson Wealth Management in September. Well, congratulations on that. Um, you referenced, you know, the market, the ever-changing market environment, um, given the turbulent times that we seem to be living in. Um, how have you managed that? And how have you helped your your clients stay sane, for lack of a better term? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not always not always easy. Um, but I, I think for me, it's it's always going back to the fundamentals. Uh, again, I've I've been preaching the same uh, kind of passive investment approach and long term uh, focus on things for twenty plus years now, uh, and so it it seems like things come uh, you know come up. Obviously, we've got election year coming up, so hearing more conversation about who's going to be elected and is it going to be better or worse and. Uh, Obviously, the interest rate changes. You've got the inflation we've been through, and uh, so a lot of headwinds. But uh, I, I always go back to the the fact that we're we're consistent with the clients. Uh, I don't make any promises as to what the market's going to do uh, from year to year, uh, but just really try and stay committed and and try and provide them enough information so that they can understand. That historically, uh, we're, we seem to be doing the right things. If we if we stick with it, their their financial situation is going to work out just fine. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? I I, I really love and, and really get my energy from you know meeting with clients. Um, you know, it's easy to get tied up in some of the day to day operations stuff, but I found that for me. Uh, a day full of uh, client meetings is uh, is really energizing, and feeling like I'm having an impact, and and certainly have seen that you know when you work with someone for uh, 10, 15, 20 years, and you've been through a lot with them as their family and their situation has has changed, and uh, to see that they're you know into the retirement and have financial security and are able to live live out there their dreams and, and really enjoy their retirement is, is very satisfying for me. Absolutely. Well, we know your time is incredibly, incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some of it with us. Um, you mentioned not using a website at the moment. Um, so if we have any other, you know, RIAs listening or watching the show who are interested in learning more about your approach, um, how is, where is the best way for them to get in touch with you? 
Yeah, best uh, honestly, the best place is just my my email address, which you're certainly uh, welcome to share with the, the meeting uh, notes if you'd like, Seth. Um, I am on LinkedIn uh, as well, uh, but that's really my only social media presence uh, at this point. And again, the, with uh, bringing on a, an associate now, that's something that we're having some conversations about that uh, I've got a little more capacity now that that uh, we may we may start looking at at trying to grow the practice a little bit more than than what I've been doing the last number of years. Just out of curiosity, how many clients are you serving now? Uh, I work with about 130 families um, and uh, a handful of uh, a handful of 401k plans as well. All right. Well, this has been Seth Green with Derek Johnson from Johnson Wealth. Derek, thanks again for joining us. Absolutely. Have a good afternoon. Um, thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com.